0: Podcast.
1: Movie movie podcast. 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 Hey, podcast. Now, are you getting this?
2: Welcome to the movie movie podcast, everybody. Episode number one hundred and ten. I'm your host oh, wow. Tiggs. I know, right? And with me, as always, Big Brother's biggest fan Russ. I need a wellness check, y'all. <laughs> Peter
1: Yeah, this dog does it all.
2: <laughs> and Alex.
0: He might be a, be a big brother, but I'm a little baby.
2: I don't know what that's from. <laughs> no, but that's just
0: from me.
2: I mean, oh. it seems like it's something that would be on the poster of a movie I fucking made. Exactly. <laughs> the, that's yeah. What was that? What was that Alec Baldwin baby movie? Um, we're, uh, he was like the uh, boss,
0: boss, boss. boss baby I feel like that is I've the...
1: actually seen boss. that how is it you know that Al Baldwin baby movie in which the baby is a boss
2: what's the <laughs> <of> that? <laughs> yeah. uh that Glengarry Um, Ross so yeah. I don't know if you guys know this but sports are kind of back they, they were they were back for a second then they kind of went away now they're back again <laughs> At least if you're, uh, you Did know, you if you're not to in Florida.
3: The next
2: one to two days. Yes. <laughs> Until something else happens. Baseball might be canceled while you're listening to this. <laughs> there, there is a Yankees game at 735, which let's try and finish this up so I can go watch that game. <laughs> um, because, yeah, they, they, were, they were out for a second and now but, but, uh, basketball is back tomorrow. Um, hockey playoffs are like this weekend, I think. Okay. And football, they say is going to happen, and I don't believe it. Um, but
0: this is oh, all going oh, inter- to end terribly, isn't it?
3: Yep. Well, yeah, because the Miami Marlins are going to infect the
2: planet. Yeah. Already, the 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 sport with the least amount of contact had a the largest outbreak of all the sports so far. So, you know, like how does that bode for the sports where you're actually, you know, it like hitting someone um or or what not. Uh anyway, but we were excited, so we wanted to watch some sports movies. Or at least I don't well we'll, we'll get into it. Um And I'm excited to hear about a lot of these things. There's so many that I've never seen before, uh, and one that I haven't seen in a long time, and I'm excited to hear about it. Uh, So let's start it off with Russ, because that's the one I want to hear the most about.
3: Sure thing, bud. let me just get myself together. I watched, because I am super pumped for basketball to come back, I watched a little... Hit film from the early nineties, White Men Can't Jump. Uh, written and directed by Ron Shelton, mm. who really owned sports movies for a long time.
2: What else did he do? The team. Mm.
3: He either wrote he either wrote and or directed uh Bull Durham,
2: Okay. Tim Cobb. Ooh. Blue Chips. Oh.
3: Cobb. Whoa. The Great White Hype. Oh my gosh. it to the Bone. And he also wrote Bad Boys 2.
2: Nice! (laughs)
3: Wow. So this guy is basically the greatest screenwriter of all time. Yep. And he took his powers to a a film duo who haven't done anything since freaking Honey Train in Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Like, what a. First off, if you don't remember much about this movie, you probably remember that their chemistry was off the charts. Oh my god, it's it depressing.
2: still is. That is all it, I remember about this movie. This movie,
3: yeah, it, it it's still so freaking good. Uh, I don't know why they stopped making movies together, but long story short, the readers digest plot breakdown is Woody Harrelson's kind of a a little bit of a basketball hustler as which I guess was a thing back in the day. I don't know if they made a that didn't exist, but it, to me, it seems like basketball hustling was very good in the early
2: 90s. Must have been.
3: Needless to say, he's a hustler who was to California to get away from some gambling decks that yep. he and Rosie Perez have incurred. So he goes to California and kind of runs into Wesley Snipes' character, also a hustler. <laughs> they get into a little bit of a hustle-off, and... Uh, Woody wins and then Wesley's like, oh, we should work together because uh, if I can hustle and you can hustle, we can hustle real good. So then they to start hustling basketball games until Wesley side hustles Woody out of all of their money. Ooh. And then they have to work together and then the, what, the girlfriends find out and they can work together to hustle and get all of their money back. And then son. And Rosie Perez goes on Jeopardy. <laughs> it's
2: just a fun time. I don't remember that Jeopardy so part. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a huge Jeopardy. part.
3: She's studying to get onto
2: Jeopardy.
3: Yeah. And, and that's, then she
1: does. Yeah, because they lose all their money, and that's how they get more money to Hustle, is because she wins Jeopardy. It's really fantastic. The The sequence yeah. when, the sequence when uh, Woody and Rosie Perez go to Wesley Snipes' house and the women sit down and hash it yeah. out, so
3: good. <laughs> it really, it, like... You, when you watch old movies you 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 watch them with this new woke lens and you're like yeah, is this movie problematic does it have something that it shouldn't have mm-hmm. it, it kind of isn't like it, it's weird that a movie in the early 90s is just like okay these two women are gonna like handle everything for these like idiot men with egos which I feel like wouldn't have been the case in the 90s it would be like shut up you dumb woman <laughs> and it doesn't kind of work that way and it really it, it, It's really, really delightful, but it's just like hustlers out-hustling each other, but also Mm -hmm. trying to, but liking each other, but also hating each other, because they're basically the same person, and also, uh, Woody Harrelson tries to dump the whole movie, and that's a fun thing, and he does it at the end, uh, proving that white men can, in fact, the movie's great. It's really fun. It's not as funny as I remember. Okay. It's like there's a lot of scenes that just play straight, but yeah. it, it it works still uh, from a from a total standpoint. When it's funny, it's very funny. But it, it's clear these guys really must have liked working together because they did what Wildcats when they were both really young with uh, Goldie Hawn, and then Money Train was like two or three years later. I don't know why they didn't just always make movies. Because you look at the poster, it said Woody and Wesley, like you knew what. You wow, knew. wow. I don't know why they didn't ever go back. Go back there because even now, as completely different people, you, you, the chemistry doesn't end, doesn't doesn't go away. Like I bet they could probably still call something up, make them coaches or something. Put Ooh. these guys in a movie. White kids can't jump. There it is. Sure,
2: I nailed know. it.
3: But if they could get Ron Shelton and get this whole crew back together, it, it was just a really really fun time. I don't like want to get a There's some really, really great classic scenes, and Woody Harrelson could actually play basketball. Wow, Wesley uh, could not. <laughs> if you rewatch, you they're using a double for a lot of Wesley's basketball scenes, or they're shooting Wesley from the chest up. Oh so you wow! Don't really see him dribbling or anything? But what are you actually <laughs> doing? All of that. so yeah. that's a point to you, white guys. At a time where I guess you don't keep any more points. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, for for me, one of the most iconic things about that movie is just like the VHS box art and the poster.
3: Oh yeah, that poster rule. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, it, it's really really fun. The music is really is is a is a lot of fun as well. It's just a really. I don't think a movie like this would ever get made now because it's kind of like a simple. A simple goofyish kind of story, but for 1992, it cost 31 million million. Whoa, that's a huge hit for for comedy standards in the early 90s. That's a massive hit for an R-rated film. Yeah, wow. It's, it's it's clear that there's an appetite for stuff that's a little bit different, and this just reminds you that oh, in the 90s, you got a lot of different things. I can't confidently say whether I've
1: seen Money Train. Has anyone? I, I might have seen like a bunch of it on TV, like here and there and stuff like that, but I don't.
3: I have seen Money Train, but it, at an age where like I couldn't watch all of it because
2: I think yeah,
3: it got something, and then I had
2: to. That sounds uh, about watch right. Money Train tomorrow. There you go.
3: But it sounds like a lot of their transit, their their Foster brothers, and cops. And what, like, New York City Transit Cops? That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. That sounds really good. I would watch that. But yeah, I would watch these that. Guys, these guys rule. Their chemistry is great. i have watched them do anything together. It's, it,
0: yeah. And Chris it's, Cooper and J-Lo are in it?
3: Yeah. This is one of J-Lo's first big movie movies. But, yeah, um, watch, re-watch White Men Can't Jump. It's a, it's a fun
2: time. It's a really fun time. I think I might. I think and That's a lot about that. I think i might uh I might throw that onto the list um damn all right anyway, let's move on. I'm going to take this next one with one of the movies that I saw, which was Little Big League. Does anybody remember Little Big League the yeah, kid yeah, doesn't he, like own the he like owns the team right yeah his his grandfather dies and he gives him the Minnesota twins. Um, and then he fires the coach, Dennis Farina, and becomes the coach. Um, and he takes him until Ken Griffey Jr. just stops him at the end. Um, which is actually, you know... Uh, the, this,
1: yeah, there was a string of kids' movies, especially kids' sports movies, in which they don't win. And, and I like
0: and that.
3: This, I remember being <laughs> one of the... Yeah. Because it was more about, like, the pennant or whatever. It wasn't about winning the World Series. It was about, like, getting to the playoffs. Yep. Or winning, stuff like that. Yep. I feel like all the baseball movies, no one ever won.
0: Yeah. It, it always, it set my expectations for life.
2: Exactly. exactly. Uh, it, it, it was a real movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you kids can't actually be coaches of baseball teams. And, and I, I
3: appreciated it too, because baseball is the longest, most grinding out season. Like, listen, life, you're going to work really, 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 really hard every single day. And you might... No, actually, you're not.
2: Going to win. So yeah, you're right. probably not going to win. That's yeah. why. get ready. Um, and I, I used to. The movie though. I this was a movie that I, I grew up really liking a lot, and and still have a strange amount a strange amount of reverence for. Um, I, it probably. It doesn't quite hold up as well as I remember. There are still some decent parts to it, but that's like—it's just a coming-of-age movie where they throw a kid in, in into the the shoes of a like the general manager of a baseball team, a kid who knows everything about baseball. To be fair, um, into the uh, shoes uh, of the of the general manager. And it's him, like making friends with the players. And at first, the players don't want to play for him. But then they realize that he knows what he's doing. And then they start, and they start winning all of a sudden. But then Lou Collins starts dating his mom, and he benches Lou, and they start losing. Like it's
3: oh, well, it's a yeah. Timothy Busfield. Right? Uh, yeah. Yes,
2: yes. Yeah, so... It 100% was Timmy Bu- the, the Timothy Timothy Busfield,
1: an incredibly athletic-looking actor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: And like it, it's um, it, it has the uh, fantastic play uh, where they uh, I'm pretty sure it was a balk, but uh, where they they trick Ken Griffey Jr. into trying to steal a base, but then they never actually throw the ball, so he just gets tossed out at second. Yeah. Um, and like the the what the, the the security guard is like in on the whole thing, like it's very fun and playful. Um, it it's 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 a good old time. Um, but. I don't think it holds a candle to little giants. <laughs> and let's be fair. Wait, wait,
0: Jake. B- before you, before you go on. Yeah. Um, being being left, uh, the Minnesota Twins.
1: is is that a good one to get left in the nineties? They had won the World Series a couple years before that. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is like this is
0: like getting a good team. Yeah. Not it's like not... the Simpsons, where he's like, "Oh, the Denver Broncos."
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Earth. That little was big league. Was, is what 90,
2: 94, 94, four ninety four. Little big league was what ninety three. Yeah,
1: they had just won the World Series in ninety one. Yeah, I'm probably right. on hard time. They were probably like rebuilding on hard times at this point, but still.
2: But still, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun, but yeah, again, it's no little giants, which is the other one that I watched. And full disclosure, I have a little giants poster in my apartment, so you know, might be a little bit biased, <laughs> um, but holy crap, does this movie... This movie really works because you believe that Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill are brothers who love each other but have, like, a playful, yeah. terrible relationship in a way, and that you believe that Rick Moranis is just a decent dude trying to do the best for his daughter. <laughs> um, and I was looking at the trivia... Oh, man, I- I'm gonna look this up right now because the, uh... This would not have worked. Um, were they, they were thinking of? Let me see if I can find it really quick. Gary Busey and Randy Quaid were in talks to be the two leads. No. Which no. neither one of those people no. I believe likes a kid. So this just that just no. That, no. that doesn't yeah. work for this. Neither
3: of them could be. Neither of them could have families. You know right. what I mean? Like... Right. Which, which one of the Like I don't think Randy Quaid is an uncle like yep. A perpetual uncle He's not A single dad With a daughter Right uh, Even he though He plays Spike's dad He could play Spike's dad Yeah uh, But Why no talk with girls <laughs> I Liked this movie And I hated liking it Because I was such a fan For hating the Giants As a kid For my older brother Like them That's <laughs> fair But the movie male dynamic Between having an older brother between um, so I was like, "Damn it, this movie is speaking to me." But and I hate Ed O'Neill's character, but I hate the Giants, so it was always a tough watch. Yeah, I'm very conflicted. And
2: It is. I just are,
3: wish they could eat better.
2: It's it's weird. This movie was there was like a McDonald's commercial about um, kids playing like Peewee football that. Basically, spawned this movie in like 1992, I think, during the um, during the Super Bowl, and there was so much love for that movie that they ended up just, or that, that commercial that they ended up making this movie out of it. Um, I think that all the kids play really well, and like you believe that they always play like like in little big league. You know, they're they're I guess trying to play a little older at times, or trying to play a little smarter than they probably should be, and in this, they are all the caricatures that you would expect them to be, um, and they all get, like, enough of their own screen time to, like, for you to believe their backstory even though, like, there's ten of them, or whatever, and, like, you, they get, like, six minutes each, but you buy it. Um, like, when, when Johnny's father, is never there, and then he shows up at the game, and then, like, Johnny runs for the touchdown into his, like, I was like, oh, I, I love that. Uh, yeah, that, was cute. that was cute. And then, and then the scene yeah, where... So <laughs> the scene where Spike knocks uh, knocks down, gets the cheap hit, and then like locks eyes with Icebox, and Icebox drops drops the pom poms and puts on the football uniform and gets in. I get like goosebumps every time that happens. It's so dumb and so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think I might just put on Little Giants right now. Do you guys want to? Are we done with this podcast? We <laughs> Yeah. 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 Just...
1: I, I didn't. I didn't... Or take anything
2: ridiculous for this podcast. <laughs> anyway, I, I am going to say watch Little Giants if you haven't seen it recently because it's still, when John Madden shows up with all the football players and stuff, it's so ridiculous. Oh. oh. <laughs> totally. I remember at one point they see Steve Batman. he
3: gets off the bus and I was I remember calling bullshit on the movie because Steve Edmund was like a washed up, not that good player who was highly touted out of the draft. And they were like excited to see him. I'm like, that guy's trash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I agree. Uh, That's the only problem I had with the five guys. My Minor problem. Minor problem. Um, but yeah. Anyway... Alex and Pete, uh, and Pete, you guys. Well, Pete, you you undertook something that no person should ever undertake. <laughs> um...
0: Yeah, no one. And also, no one asked you to do that. Everyone <laughs> no knows. Not forced. <laughs> Excuse me. This is
1: hey, your I, own free will. I, I... When Russ talked about how much Big Brother he watched, everyone was very supportive. I don't know why I'm getting attacked <laughs> for watching every Airbud movie. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, you... I
0: think that's why. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think if you got to ask the question, <laughs> uh,
1: okay. So, um, well, which I watched the five Air Bud films. Which, n-
2: which are which Air number Bud. is the one that you watched, yeah. Alex?
1: Alex,
0: or four. Uh, I w- I watched Airbud Bud Seventh Inning Fetch, uh, night two thousand two.
2: Okay, so just, Number four. let's so let's pull back for a second. Alex, how did you choose that Air Bud out of all of them?
0: I think we joked about it a few weeks ago. Like, I think that was one that we we're like, I think it was just mentioned to me, like, oh, you should just watch that one if you need one. Um, <laughs> okay. That's or fair. maybe I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was the, the only one that has like
1: a ridiculously stupid t- like. The other ones have like fun titles, but that one is
3: over the line
2: golden receiver so
3: I, think, I think for the good for the good of our listeners maybe we should start with pete doing one two and three yeah and not then a dueling opinion on four and then bring us home with five.
2: again yeah i mean I, I need to know the continuity i need to know how like um how is jigsaw like dead by the third one and then comes back to life at some point in the fourth one
3: there is a very
1: so that like so much so that the one that Alex saw is so terrible because they spend so much of the beginning saying goodbye to the old main character. Um, well, and it gets weird. It gets real weird. Um, so okay, so every Airbud movie works like this. Every Airbud movie has three plots. A dog. There's yep. the of course, of course the dog's playing a sport plot. Got then to be there is the, the A plot. That's that's got to no, be the A it's plot. Hardly ever,
2: really? It's hardly really.
1: <laughs> I would argue that it's maybe only the. It, you know what? It's never the A plot. <laughs> <laughs> so so there is the C plot, which is a dog playing sports. There is the B plot, which is an evil person trying to kidnap the dog. Right. And then there is the, which once again happens every single film. Well, obviously, but Alex, you saw the one. Yep. Yeah. It's, so they, it, want, they want the dog for a heist. What? Well, so they want the dog so they can use them to
2: create
0: oh, performance-enhancing drugs. Yes. What? Okay, so that's that one. I'll get to that um,
1: <laughs> That's a real thing. So, so every, once again, every single Airbud movie has an evil person who wants to steal the dog. Um, and then there's the A-plot, which is, like, the actual main character going through some sort of growth. In the first one, it's a kid in a new town, and the dog plays basketball, and the dog's original oh, owner... The dog's original owner um, wants the dog back. Um, okay. That movie is is really attempting to be a straightforward kids' sports movie, and like the dog just hits a basketball with its nose, and then and then yes, it's ridiculous at the end of the movie. Coach is like, "Well, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball," but
2: the dog plays one game in that movie. In Let's, can, all right, can we fact check that? Is there anything in the rules that says the dog can't play basketball? Do we know for sure?
1: Well, there is now. Wow. Ah. So again, the referee, the ba- Okay, so the basketball referee was holding the rule book. That basketball referee is then the football ref. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, and then it's then a soccer ref. And then, then Alex, that person who's been a referee in all the, all the movies. ...is yeah. now with the evil scientist in the fourth one.
2: So it's...
0: Is... No. Get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that... So okay. is that the only character... Is that the only character that exists in all of the movies?
0: No. Not
1: the mailman?
0: Is the mailman still
1: there? <laughs> and everything? So these movies... It follows the same family. Uh, the kid... Oh. The main kid is in the first four... Okay. Um, the same actress plays his mother in the second, fourth, and fifth. Okay. <laughs> um, his his little, his little sister changes. So, every, a diff,
3: so yeah.
1: it's a different mom in
3: one, two, and three.
1: Yeah, but then the second mom comes back. What? Um, of the, from and,
0: and Richard. Wait, is Richard Karn and the rest of them too? No. That's what's crazy. What? So, yeah. So then,
1: in the in the second one, he's just like it just completely starts the main character and the main character's friend who's also in the first four his best friend um, is like hey I'm gonna Who go
2: because
1: I want I want girls to like me and he's like I'm a I'm a basketball player and he ends up going on for football and the team's terrible um, but later on the team gets better because Airbud starts playing football with them and Airbud plays most of the season
3: <laughs> uh, so that's when he becomes a golden receiver which film is this that's the
1: second one
2: Okay.
3: Okay.
1: In that, there are two Boris and Natasha, like evil Russians, who are stealing talented animals for a circus. Okay. Uh,
0: all right. I that, guess that I believe that, that makes more sense than I'm the one sure.
1: I asked.
2: Yes. Yeah, that um, makes more sense than the, the performance-enhancing drug. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of the evil characters is SNL's Nora Dunn. Um uh,
2: So. Oh. The, the, Wait. The, did we get to the, the a plot, plot of all of these? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you did you say what the a plot of up. all of them are? Like the the c plot is him pl- is the dog playing a sport. The b plot is them yeah. somebody trying to steal the dog. What is the a plot?
1: It, well, the, as I said, the a plot of the first one is just the simple the kids trying to find confidence, and he he his dad died. We find out in the second one that his dad died because he was a test pilot and died in a crash. So it's very much
3: like Saw. They start adding. Yep. In- Details in yeah, every single film, absolutely. Oh.
2: Really absolutely. hoped uh, that the dad was <laughs> going to have died playing football and/or dog training.
1: <laughs> so said, the first one is just him like trying to find his confidence in himself. The a plot of the second one is his mom starts dating the veterinarian. Yep, that tracks. This, this becomes his stepdad. The actor who plays his stepdad switches every single film. <gasps> what? And then in the fourth one, they slot in Richard Carn, which is ridiculous. That like four movies in, you're gonna bring in fucking Al Borland. Al Borland, <laughs> yeah, classic. Which is even more insane because they then slot out Richard Carn, and it's not
2: Richard Carn anymore.
1: Um, wait, is it still supposed to be the same guy, or it's is it like a, a thing? Uh, yeah, there are four different actors that play that role.
2: Oh my god! Um,
1: what? So I'm then, a panic attack. here. So then, there's the third one in which. Uh, this is the, the third one, which is World Pup. This is the one in which everyone in the movie is horny. Um, Including the okay. dogs? Not the, first, the only first, one. So our main character meets this new girl who is British who moved to town. Okay. And he's got a crush on oh, her. she football. And that, she, right? she gets a soccer team together. Makes sense. But here's the thing. They don't have enough... So here's where it gets insane. They don't have enough soccer players.
2: Here's where it gets insane? So <laughs>
1: At the inception of this soccer, this high school soccer team, this high school that had a baseball team and a football team that had a dog on it, this high school team is like, we're going to start having a soccer team. We don't have enough people. And then they look, and then Airbud like hits a ball, and they're like, Air Bud's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, wait, hold on. Pete, Pete, this is very important. Is this still Buddy? No. It's supposed to be the same dog. Okay. okay so it's still Buddy then this time. Yeah, so where are striker shooter? Uh, Zach? Not, oh, I'm sorry. Um, that's that's not into. They, they come in in this one. Okay. So Thanks. you So as I said, the one in which the dog starts playing soccer at the same time the kids do. The kids do. The this is the only movie in which another coach is like, "We're not doing this. You can't have a dog." But with the same veracity, like, "You can't have a dog, nor can you have a girl on your team." Ah, what? I mean, you know, it's insane. So, as I said, main kid's horny. He wants to date this girl, Airbud. Yep. Also, fall
3: river. and uh, this is when
1: all the puppies come in.
3: Oh
2: wow! Yeah. Uh,
3: the so
2: this is exactly like Saw. This
3: is yeah, exactly I like can, Saw. Can... Yeah.
1: The villain of this movie was a deranged dog catcher that wanted all the puppies.
2: Okay. Uh, that's okay.
1: that's Warp Pup. Yeah. Warp Pup also starts a an absolutely insane tradition in which after the movie's over, there's a scene in which the dog plays at the highest level of the sport.
2: Oh my god, that's actually oh awesome. My god, I never watched
1: after. At the end of the third one... The male Golden Retriever is subbed in to block the final penalty kick for the U.S. Women's World Cup team. That's
2: incredible. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm that is fantastic.
1: Wait, is this this after the credits? Uh, It's like it's like during the credits. You didn't see this? He gets subbed in. Oh, I'm sorry. That's World Cup. In the next one, I'm sorry. In the baseball one, the dog plays in the World Series. Is named World Series MVP.
2: Brain is I I can't even so comprehend the- this. <laughs> all right, oh, so, yep, you so sure let's, did. Let's, let's I'm let's the, the, I'm the
1: angels. Yeah. So, for the fourth one, this is when this whole town is now insane. There's just golden retrievers oh. all over the town that all play different sports. Oh, that's so awesome. When I started watching this, not knowing what was going on, so Buddy and
0: everyone is like, everyone just like, they walk by anywhere, and it's like a Twilight Zone episode where like the kid controls. <laughs> yes. Everything. Everyone's like, "Hi, buddy." <laughs> it's a good thing that you're here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But so this one opens with that kid going to college and his sister starting high school, and they are so horny for each other. <laughs> Wait, what? <They're> so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's dude. Funny. There's. I only want to call them ancestral undertones,
1: or this is like they. They'd like jump into each other's arms at times and yeah. stuff like that. Like the first twenty minutes of this movie are dedicated to sending the old main character off to college. So much so that the word baseball is not said for twenty four minutes. Oh my god. Oh. And it's an afterthought
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Are these so, all on Disney like, Plus? No, it I had I had a dig to find all of these. None of them are <laughs>
2: I I for a second I thought you were gonna say yeah. I own all of them on VHS, so you know. I might find
1: but, so they So, not absolutely insane.
2: They so are. Insane is it insane
1: because...
3: possible that they are incestuous because they were trying to get a little bit of that dreamers uh, audience? <laughs>
0: I, they they must have been because there's times when like she runs to go meet his bus and like she stops the bus so he can get off the bus and like say bye to her. And everyone on there is like pressed up against the glass, just like watching them to be like and going like oh, as like she like goes out to be like, it's okay, you're gonna be all right, and like it's just it's weirdly romantic the way they present it.
3: Yeah. Also, I have another question, and it's a serious question.
2: Sure, How sure. How did sure.
3: dog play baseball? I didn't have okay. that question
2: previously. See, this, but now I this
3: must. Is where this
1: series broke me?
2: <laughs> yeah. Because... Okay. Um, so the dog hits.
0: What? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It, no. it holds a bat in his mouth and he turns his head.
2: No. And he
1: turns his head.
0: Yeah. So,
2: so no.
1: The, the first one, the dog plays basketball, which is pretty insane. The next two, football and soccer, I would think are
3: the easiest dog sports. I soccer. Sure. Yeah, especially as a goalie, like totally. Come on.
0: I mean, there's already video games of dog football. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So the dog yeah. Hits
3: in this movie. Which classic.
1: What is even more insane is one in which the dog steals second. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That So that means the dog needs to know the rules of when you can steal in high school sports and the fact that stealing would be advantageous and also like it's insane.
2: <laughs> I mean, you don't think that
1: there
3: was just like you don't think these dog you think they're just stupidly playing these
2: sports? Yeah, they're and playing the
3: sport. They're playing the
2: sport. What if the third base coach just had a treat or something, and like showed it to him at that exact moment when he needed to steal yeah. second?
1: As I said, like the dog in the first just likes to bounce the basketball with its nose because that's what the clown trained him to do. Makes sense. In in Golden Receipt, he just catches a football, which is just the dog jumping up to catch a football. That's it. It's still oh my seems god. Weird. Oh my god, this one, it's the one that broke me. Um, so Alex, can you talk about the evil scientist for a second again? Okay, so there's,
0: for some reason, there's certain adults in this movie that are like crazy, weird, over-the-top, like almost vaudeville-ish type characters. And a lot of times they're in like Dutch angles, and it's just like, it's completely wacky. Like, this big guy shows up, and he's, like, got uh, a sidekick that's, like, Oh, but I'm I'm not a screw-up. And he's, like, you shout-ahead. Like, that kind of thing. And, like, they they just don't make any sense. Okay. They, they come in, and they're just, like, We're kidnapping all the dogs because we need to make
2: performance-enhancing
0: drugs to sell the professional app.
2: So far, I buy all this.
0: And I don't know if they're going to kill the dogs. Like, I imagine that's the plan, right? They're going to dissect and take them apart.
3: Um, and but, then what use like, like dog DNA to make people really good at sports it's
0: i mean you know uh, adrenochrome is big in the news right now um fair <laughs> i'm sure that like the, the, there's some uh maybe like an adrenaline gland or something like that um but like it's these guys are probably
1: in what like three scenes total <laughs> Yeah, it, as I said, it's just that the Airbud series needs a crazy villain.
0: And also, is is that is the sheriff? Um, is that the guy from Old School?
1: Uh, yeah, that's blue. He's also in blue the next Wilson? one. Wilson. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> but like, <sighs> the, it's just it's so it's so they're just not in the same universe that anyone else. is. They don't share oh. a scene with any of the principal cast. No. So what's the and fifth they have one? a raccoon sidekick. And the raccoon does, like, a face turn at some point, right? Like, the raccoon lets them out.
2: Well, obviously. I don't all know right.
1: why. All the airbud sequels also has another animal that is kind of always around. Um, uh, yeah. I,
0: uh, this movie is just... It's so crazy because it's, it's split up into so many different parts that have no connection to each other. Did you say it's split is up it into so many other different other parts, parts
2: or barks?
1: <laughs> barks.
2: Oh... <laughs> uh...
1: So as I said, as Alex would say, like the baseball is so inconsequential in this movie. It's ridiculous. Um so uh so this one this one ends with uh the dog being getting the dog's owner getting a phone call from the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim that asks the dog to come play first base with them, and then it cuts to the dog in the World Series being playing first base and being named World Series MVP.
3: I love it. There's also, nothing about that I don't dog. like
1: Teaches the girl baseball. Oh yeah, she doesn't know how to play. She's the worst. She's the worst
0: player on it, and becomes the MVP at the end. And again, also, like, what is wrong with the mailman? That is like an Alan Tudyk doing a Jim Carrey impression. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I, I would like back, Alan would probably do a good job.
2: I bet he could do an awesome job. But,
0: but you could tell, he like, that's the kind of person that they would want. Right. Okay. Alan Tudyk, a la uh, Transformers Three.
3: Okay.
1: Um, uh, the last one, uh, the dog plays volleyball. It is kind of an afterthought, like the baseball one. Uh, the main story, though, is the girl. Um, her her best friend from the last one, Alex, moves to California, and she's trying yeah. to raise. Yeah, she's trying to raise money to go see her. Um, and she tries these different things. Um, they're Did she just ask for parents. They they're not cool about it. It's very weird. Um, so she's like she's like dog she's like dog sitting and doing all these things, and then all of a sudden, and then like there's this like cute boy that moves in next door. So she starts playing volleyball with him, and then the dog plays volleyball with them. Um, but also there's these two jewel thieves that um, are trying to steal this diamond from the museum, and the only way they think they can get it is if they get the dog
3: to help. Um,
2: yep. Well,
3: sound
2: like the dog has a lot of control. I agree. So, this dog yeah. is very skilled.
3: And then, This
1: movie ends with the dog being in some sort of beach volleyball championships. It's weird that they go from the World Cup to the World Series to kind of I don't know what the volleyball championship is. But he's like double beach volleyball and he wins a, a medal or something. This series is insane. So,
0: it's almost like, you know, at the end of, like, a fighting game, where you get, like, the last scene, where it's just, like, you went on to, like, Is win the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat tournament, and all re-
2: like you Ryu, walking off.
0: Like one specific wish. Yeah, it's, like, one person's
1: specific wish fulfillment. Yep. I guess it kind of just does that every time. So, I, I would highly suggest, if you, if you are quarantining, and you want to have some really weird mental break, watch all five
2: of the Air Bud movies in a day. I... <laughs> I'm not against it. I'll say that much. I just None wish it was streaming. Minutes,
1: right? Oh, they're all an hour and a half. And that's the weird thing. The dog doesn't play baseball until the 59-minute mark in seventh-inning fashion.
2: Right. Yeah. But the, the fifth one was um, made um, by also, Terrence Malick, and it's six and a half hours long. So, you know.
3: So yeah. they wait till the seventh inning of the film in chronological time. <laughs> yeah. But they're all very short,
1: so... Uh, if you want to dig them up online, uh, there's ways to find them. I think I had to watch one of them with, like, Russian subtitles. But, uh, yeah, highly suggest.
3: <laughs> wow. So, you need to go as far as Air Buddies and then the Snow Buddies spin-off. We we kind of stopped at, at proper Air Yeah.
1: There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more movies.
2: Nine more?
1: There are seven Buddies films, and then there are two Santa Paws movies that are a spin-off of a Buddies film.
2: Oh, yeah, that's like Santa Paws. I didn't realize that those were spin-offs. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, it's Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Buddies, Space Buddies, oh,
2: Santa
3: Buddies. Space,
2: space Buddies. <laughs> let's, take a, let's take a step back. Yeah, and... I
3: spit
2: all of my business. Oh, this, is... yeah. Can
3: Can we... We... Oh, this is like a saw the Saw
2: and Fast and Furious universe yeah. or... Combined.
3: Can we all spooky watch Space buddies?
2: buddies for next podcast? <laughs> yeah. All right,
3: all right. Next, all right. next task will be a regular cast, but with a break where we each watch a uh, spin-off buddies. I'm watching all seven. What are you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh,
2: nope. <laughs> fine. I'm
1: Mike. Stop, spooky buddies. Fine. I call. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Tiggs, bring us home. <laughs>
2: You can find us on the <laughs> webmoviepodcast.com. You can find Russ everywhere as Russ Incredible. You can find Pete on Letterboxd as Pete, Peter Petey? Peter Petey. Hey, I got it right for once. Uh, but don't look him up as that. Look him up as Funky Vankman. That's how you can really get to him. Uh, you can find me on Strava as Johnny Tiggs. Alex. Ooh, Oof, okay. Wait, so, hold on. Uh, Before you say anything else, I need to get your contact information up just so I can say the next number. <laughs>
0: great right, thank you uh, really don't love this part of that so I understand that like a big part of like online stuff is um is uh, posting so yep. I decided you know what, I'm gonna start doing that so um you know I went to uh, I started in England I started just posting a lot of uh, graffiti and stuff like that all uh, kind of political almost mm-hmm. all over the walls and um, outside everywhere and I, I didn't really want to tell people who I was um, so I started doing that and you know i came here i you know i set up a little uh, pop-up thing in Central park for a while um started just doing more again kind of um, things they made this documentary about me um mm-hmm. makes it to the gift shop um mm-hmm. yes so i guess i just like uh i guess I just kind of became banksy accidentally i tried to sign up for something but I just ended up being banksy
3: uh, so can on. we find you anywhere at Thanksgiving? Right. No, no, you can't. Oh, no. I mean, mystery! See, that's that's see, a problem. So that's the big issue. Great, great that you are him. I applaud the artistic endeavor. Very good. Yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. Somewhere where people could have a social media connection to you. I
0: mean, so, I was the the, the the documentary was nominated for an award, right? Like that's that's pretty good, right? But mm. if, well, if, if the documentary
3: to... itself had a Twitter account, maybe.
0: Oh, damn it. All right, yeah, I guess nothing. Sorry, guys.
1: For everyone playing along at home, the next... Oh, wait, no. We can find you online at the last exit to a gift shop Twitter, I guess then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can't.
0: Again, I have, I
1: have...
0: It's not proven. No one knows for sure. I can't say that
3: I am. Well, would you know for sure?
0: Uh, Touche. So... I do black out a lot.
2: Oof. All right, uh, we're going to
3: say it's you, and it's
2: not. Yeah, then there's going to be a problem. So I guess there's an
3: exit. Oh, there's no just no ch- actually. There's just an exit through the gift shop podcast, but that's not you, is it? No, no, it's someone taking off. Me. It's about theme park news and rumors, so the, the Twitter doesn't exist. You could claim it. I could, you know what? It's about time. How about we give you a week to claim exit through the gift shop's Twitter account, <laughs> and if you do that, <laughs> we will stop doxing you.
0: Uh, I'll be honest. The chances of me remembering this for more than about five minutes
3: very slim. Well, you're getting a week's reprieve on on your doxing.
2: Yep, I'm okay. I'm okay with that.
3: This is the, the slowest doxing I ever.
2: Because but...
0: we're on we're on the what, the fourth digit.
2: Yes, we are. We are yeah, done yeah, we with the ahead. area code.
3: Yeah, and oh, it's a and, and Alex, I'll go so far <laughs> as to say, just to kind of light a little fire under here. Um so you get a week off this week. Uh, to get a to get a exit through the gift shop Twitter account set up. If you do not do it, then it's it's a double number doxing next podcast.
2: Ooh a double dox. Alright.
3: Now oh, I feel like there's some stakes in this game.
2: I feel like there are already stakes in the game <laughs> you just
3: <split> yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh thank you guys for being here with me. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Movie Movie Podcast.
3: I can't
0: believe we played fucking
2: baseball.